Welcome to this week's edition of the Speaking Artistically podcast. Each week we talk about arts and entertainment in Edmonton inspired by the weekly Taproot Arts Roundup curated by friend of the podcast, Fonda Misrush. We are produced by Bottom Line Productions and published by Taproot Edmonton High. I'm Josh. I'm Katie. I'm Allie. And we're We're speaking speaking artistically. (laughs) As you noticed, Katie had a very special bling that came on when she mentioned her name. She's going to do that Every podcast this year. I it's had a my phone thing. turned on silent, and then I took it off silent, and then I forgot to put it back on silent. Well, you're a busy person. Yeah. It's a busy time of year. And in fact, that's yeah. what we're going to talk about because uh, we're going to talk about some of the stuff that's happening in January this year and kicking off 2020, a brand new decade. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the awesome stuff from last year uh, that uh, in relation to what Fonda was doing in the po- in the Taproot Roundup this morning. And we're going to welcome our new colleague and friend, Welcome, Allison Lilly. Hello, thank you. What's going on? Um, <laughs> that's a loaded question. I, <laughs> well, yeah, welcome to podcasting. <laughs> thank you. Um, well, it's been a busy week at the bottom line offices. I already have eight uh, different stacks of colored post-it notes, so let's try and keep track of all the arts and post-it notes happenings. I really like her color coding post-it note wall that she's assembled oh yeah temporary workspace oh, that, oh that's good <laughs> yes temporary because it'll be moving to another space we have some shuffling to do oh yeah. see, this yeah. is this is quite fascinating for listeners of the, of the uh, <laughs> we're gonna podcast. move our desks around <laughs> podcast. we will send you all updates about the desk moving on our next episode um we uh, tell us a bit about or we should say what number we're at this is episode number eight if you the say so. First episode. I know you never know what count. episode it is. It's episode number eight, and it's the first one of 2020, which is pretty cool. It's the first podcast of the new decade. Now, Allie, mm-hmm. tell us about where you came from. Where I came from. So <laughs> that's a. That's what did a, you do before? That's a yeah. big question. <laughs> that's another loaded. Yeah. No, it's not loaded. No. There's just a lot of history. So I've worked um, in many different arts nonprofits throughout Edmonton. So I worked for the Rock and Roll Society. I worked for the Alberta Craft Council in a variety of roles. And I have a background in art history and arts management. So I love everything to do with arts and fine arts. Wow, craft council, rock and roll, craft. <laughs> That's is there do you think that there's any kind of tie in between yeah, what's rock the connection? and Yeah, what's the connection between, between crafts and rock and roll? <laughs> I think it was actually my confusion at the job postings. I was like, Rock and Roll Society, I gotta apply for this job. And then it was like craft council, what is this? And I love both of the organizations dearly now. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, they speak very highly of you, too, because, of course, we had to find out from them what, what, they, what <laughs> they, they thought of you. And uh, and so you'll be working with us at Bottom Line Productions on content generation and all kinds of social stuff and writing and editing. And you're okay if we send you stuff to edit that we write, yes? Only if you write it on a Post-it note. Oh, and then man. I... <laughs> what if it's really teeny? Oh, my goodness. That's going to take you'll need a lot of Post-it notes. A lot notes. of Post-it yeah. notes. Yeah. Yeah. Can we get and a sponsorship? <laughs> One of those ones that folds out like an accordion. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, those are great. Well, that could... Or a flip. Yeah, flip book. Flip, 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 flip. There are, like, you. I think you underestimate the size of Post-it notes available now. That's true. You, you can, can get, get those great big ones. You can get, like, huge, an like, by 11 Post-it note. A full page Post-it yeah. note? Mm-hmm. Where's the sticky part? On the top, like a regular Post-it note. Yeah. Yeah. They're really going all out. I didn't yeah. know this. I think you could even get it with lines. What? Yeah. Okay, I got to find me some yeah. of those Post-it notes. If anybody listening has full page <laughs> Post-it notes, <laughs> mail them to Josh. Send them, <laughs> yeah, send them to me at DLP. Uh, you know, let's get right into talking about uh, the first show of 2020 in Edmonton. Um, 
It's Northern Light Theater's Everybody Loves Robbie. So this is by local playwright Ellen Chorley. It actually uh, is in preview tonight, and it opens tomorrow. If you're listening to this on Friday, it opens tonight. But if you're... Yeah, on Friday the 10th, Friday the 10th, yeah. Yeah. So if you're listening to this when it comes out, which will be tomorrow, Friday, because we're recording it on Tuesday. (laughs) This is the time vortex stuff that I keep telling you is super important that our listeners pay attention to. I know sometimes we drift into space-time continuum stuff, and Katie and Kate loved it when we did. They actually did it. I Katie's face right now is saying it all. I love space-time continuum. Anyway, um, so I was backstage, actually, at Everybody Loves Robbie not too long ago, earlier this week, because we were doing photos with Epic Photography, and uh, the set's really, uh, really cool in that it's got this tight little space where um, we got two actors, JC and Richard, working on it, directed by Trevor Schmidt, and, and it's going to be quite compelling in that it's an original story about high school and drama and I think Ellen has done a really good job at reminding everybody that it is indeed a love letter to high school drama or high school musicals. This is Ellen Chorley. Ellen Chorley. That we're yeah. talking about. Playwright of Everybody Loves Robbie and yeah. uh is it her, her first, like, feature-length play? No, I, she's... this Just play, a new work. Th- yeah, yeah, this play came from the Fringe, and 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 Trevor and Gina Moe at, at Northern Light Theatre had asked her if she, she could... Adapt it. it. Yeah, yeah, and, like, expand on it, which was possible. Mm-hmm. It'll be quite nice. And, and it's got... Uh, yeah, we're, anyway, we're, we're completely looking forward to it. And, mm. and hanging out backstage with them, it feels like a really good buzz about how people are feeling about it. A lot of people are talking about it in town yeah, right now. Yeah, it's selling really well. Already. It's selling. It's it's sold out for the first weekend. Yeah, and you're not so going to get a ticket this weekend. If you want to go to it, you should think about that really soon. <laughs> yeah. we're, really, we're really boosting that. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's interesting that Fonda in the Taproot uh, Roundup Arts Roundup talked about love letters because that's all ultimately what it was about. It's about love letters to the to, to high school drama. Let's talk about our love letters that we had for 2019, because Fonda goes into that in Taproot as well, about all these different people and what they thought of 2019. And I, I never really thought to to go back into 2019 and think, oh my goodness, what were all the things that I really liked seeing? Because, oh my God, we saw a lot, we saw a lot of stuff. Like we all did, we see a lot of stuff. And I'm sure, Ali, you saw a fair a bit of, of things, a bunch of stuff, a lot of stuff, the collective, the, what's mm-hmm. the collective term for Stuff anyway, plethora of stuff. A plethora oh, of stuff. Good one. Ooh, good that word. is a good one. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give a list if that's okay. And Go ahead. You guys can give yeah. list. And I, but I've got a, I've got a long list. But we we all talked uh, earlier this morning that we would only give talk about maybe two things. So I'm going to list several things that I really like. But I'm really going to dive into two of them. So I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven things that I was. Really like whoa, whoa, by but two of those seven things I was just like oh my god, by so I was listening. Uh, this is a timeout because I was listening to um, the uh, Tale of Two Day- uh, Weeklies podcast, which you, you really should, should check, listen. Check to. the time so you remember where this timeout oh, yeah. is. Okay, good. We should. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I've got it now. Anyway, you should all, should listen to the uh, the limited podcast, A Tale of Two Weeklies, which talks about view and see. Um, mm. Oh yeah! Yeah! Oh yeah! It's I wanted, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite good. It's uh, Fonda and Andrea Dave working on it. And what I heard from Mel Priestley on the Tale of Two Weeklies podcast because mm-hmm. she was talking about reviewing Fringe shows, and she said that she really she gave big stars to um, like like four or five stars reviews to the stuff that really 
she couldn't get enough of. Like she couldn't, her rule of thumb was, what does it do to me? How do I, do I remember it later? When I leave, is it still part of me? When a week later, yeah. do I still remember it? And well, that's the rule I took into thinking of 2019. Mm-hmm. I think if you're going to use star ratings for something too, is you need to have like a personal definition of what that means. Mm. You know, like it's not just a vague, like I'll give that a three. It's like, well, define a three. What does a three mean? But it's, it's like, subjective. Is a three good or bad? Subject, right? It's subjective though, isn't yeah. it? I mean, it, totally. It, it, it but I think if you're, are... if you're going to use those, yeah, think about what it means to you. Like if you're using, you know, IMDB or iTunes and you're rating something in stars, right. Right. what does a seven mean? What does right. a three stars mean? What right. does a, you know, seven of 10 or eight of 10? Yeah. Um, no, you're give absolutely, yourself no. a definition. You're yeah. absolutely right. And I think that uh, I'm going to go off of, I'm going to use Mel's mm-hmm. reference as to the stuff that reminded me, regardless of stars, I'm not going to give any star ratings, Yeah. but I, I was thinking, okay, this is how, what I'll use as a guideline for the shows that really had me last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so these shows all haven't, I have a, I've never forgotten, yeah. but two of them, like, I, like, oh my God, blew me away. So yeah. first one, Cirque du Soleil's Cristal, which was at Roger's place. Uh, because of the amazing effects on the ice. Like, they they literally skated and made stuff out of lasers on the ice. It's so cool. Teatro La Quindicina is the bad seed because, mm-hmm. the, oh, my God, the, the the acting in that was just amazing. Uh, Broadway across Canada has come from away. The music in that was incredible. And, of course, the story of, of Eastern Canada. Shadow Theatres, Vanya, Ansanya, and Masha, and Spike, again, performances. Mm-hmm. And Firefly Theatres, Inferno, which was the adaptation of Dante's piece because it was so visually quite stunning. But two things really stuck out for me. Uh, Alberta Ballet's Frankenstein. That was going to be one of mine, too. Oh I God. saw it on your list, and it was like, oh, That's yeah. That's okay. You, so same. I'm, I'm, We're I'm the gonna, same. I'm going to say stuff, and then you can say, okay. Well, you can just both here. talk about it because yeah, yeah. we both really liked Frankenstein at the ballet. I can, you saw that, I can too, third that. Did you, yeah. did you see yeah. it, too? It yeah. I cannot get over how how all senses music. Like, yeah. I, I, you, okay, you go to the ballet, and you think, okay, visually. But the music, at first I thought that low rumbling yeah. sound would really the sound because was I, amazing I can't handle really deep low sounds I, I find that when it irritates you a, yeah, right? yeah when a car speaker is thumping in the in the background mm-hmm. I, I can feel it in my back teeth and it bugs me but this actually brought me further into the story the way that they played that music the way they did that sound and then the movement of the monster was so I couldn't take my eyes even no matter who was on stage mm-hmm. it was that pop and lock and that's not the right terminology for it but it felt like they completely understood how Frankenstein's monster would move in this kind of a piece. I was really impressed at how a dance show could actually feel scary like I I wouldn't imagine that you could turn a horror show into a dance show and have it work but it completely did work like it felt scary it felt true to the original story in a way that I wouldn't have thought possible in dance. Wow. Yeah. What about you, Ellie? I, I'm i with the rumbling as well. Like, you could feel it from your feet up into yeah. your chest, and there was just this feeling that you got watching with the music, and then at the intermission, you're like, oh, my good yeah. gracious, this yeah. is amazing. What happened? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Wow. The uh, the second thing for me that, mm-hmm. that sticks that I haven't forgotten, but that truly blew me away, was Northern Light Theater's The Cardiac Shadow. And it mm-hmm. happened earlier in 2019, and it was with the Good Woman Dance Collective. It, it's not something that Net Northern Light Theater does a lot of, because it was very dance-heavy and, and very, very visual. 
but it was about the uh, it was about testing on women during World War II, uh, prisoners, um, Jews, and seeing how long it took until they froze to death. And it was and every time I think I've heard every possible Nazi horror, something else pops up like this. And I and I can't believe in all the times that I've studied Nazi. Uh, the Nazi atrocities in World War II that I hadn't heard of it. But it was presented, the way that it was presented with movement and light and sound and, and, and projections, it, it, was, it was deeply horrifying and yet incredibly compelling at the same time. It was just so stunningly done. I couldn't, just from the simple barbed wire that they used to separate the audience from the playing space, to the voices that we heard, uh, the narration for it, and then, of course, the movement, which, interestingly enough, same as what we're talking about with Frankenstein, they found, the, the Good Women Dance Collective found this movement that was, that clearly indicated, well, this is what, this is the pain and suffering that they were going through. I couldn't, I can't, I, I've never been able to forget that. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about uh, some of the stuff that you have, Katie, from 2019. Love letters for yeah. 2019. Uh, I'm thinking of a bunch of music festivals I went to. Um, so there was the uh, Interstellar Rodeo, which is now on hiatus, which is sad. Um, but I saw it last year, and I was happy to be there. Also, um, the Edmonton Folk Music Festival, which I attended. Um, North Country Fair. Um, it's hard to pick a favorite because I like to go to a whole bunch of festivals, but... Um, Maybe I'll choose uh, Brandy Carlisle's performance at the Edmonton Folk Fest because cool. she's so good and yeah. it just never gets old. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, I do think it was a particularly good year for her and she's had a great year. So yeah. I'm sure that reflects in her performance. Yeah. yeah. Did you see anything um, visually? We know we know you dig pottery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I always like to go to the pottery sales. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I haven't seen as much visual art this year as I usually do. Yeah. I'm going to... We'll call that my uh, uh, New Year's resolution is to see some more visual art in oh, okay. 2020. Yeah. All right, cool. More, not just pottery. Yeah. Not just pottery, no. visual art in general. That's good. I've been lax. <laughs> yeah, lax on my visual art consumption. Yeah. Wow. Uh, tell us about some of your stuff, Allie. Um, My favorite thing that's standing out to me is just a simple 45-minute fringe show, mm -hmm. um, Flora and Fauna and Florette. Wow. Um, truly my absolute favorite friend show. It brought me to tears at the end. Oh. I left and I was sobbing yeah. and like blowing kisses to the to the yeah. um, the actors. It was, it was amazing. Just a really lovely story. Yeah. Do you know the company that did it at all or? Not sure. I could. It's, guys it's hard at the guys in disguise. Guys in disguise. Yeah, it's always yeah. hard at the fringe because yeah. there's so much happening all yeah. at once. It's yeah. hard to remember which is which. Yeah. I was at. Yeah. 12 shows this year. Oh, that's pretty fringe. good. Yeah. You went to see 12, 12 things? Yeah. yeah. My goodness, that's yeah. quite impressive. Yeah, I think I saw about eight and I thought I was doing all right. Wow, yeah. eight things. Yeah. You know, I there was a time that I used to buy a pass and I used to go to like 10 or 20 mm -hmm. things. And, and then you had babies. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, just ran out of it, ran yeah. out of time. But do you, out of out of the, was it 12 things that mm -hmm. you saw, that sticks out? Does anything else stick out for you? Um, I, there's one improv show I really like with Amber Nash, and I've gone I to... I love Amber Nash's yeah, shows. She's, Amber Nash from Archer! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's, she's so cool. cool. Yeah. I got to meet her this year, and I, really? I've seen her since she started coming um, to the Fringe. That was really cool. Yeah. 
Um, you know, it's you. I think you were mentioning this about Amber Nash, yeah. Katie, how she goes on tour with this stuff. And I always find it so cool that you have these people who do these. Like Archer is game changing when it comes oh, yeah. to, to to animation on yeah. TV, and yet she still doing loves going yeah. doing the yeah. Fringe circuit. That's yeah. so cool. So this is just a two person show. Her and her like comedy partner called the Big Old Show. Yes. And I've seen the Big the Old show. show, not this past year, but yeah. in the past. Yeah. yeah, I leave crying, but for different reasons. Yeah, the laughter I'm, crying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like your face hurts. Yeah. yeah. Laughing that's, face That's hurts. so interesting because, uh, again, going back to Mel Priestley, when she used to review, mm-hmm. she used to say, does it make me laugh the whole time? Or did it make me cry when I left? Those are the kinds of emotions that we seem to remember. Right. And I don't remember I don't remember crying after Cardiac Shadow or Frankenstein, mm-hmm. but but yet it's you feel like, oh, my God, that's the emotion that I should probably feel. It's interesting yeah. how we have to go, it has to be that extreme to be like, oh my God, did mm-hmm. I, how does that, how, why do I remember that so much? Why yeah. does it stick in my brain so much? So what's interesting about Frankenstein is that I bought just a single ticket for myself because I wanted to go and I wasn't quite sure who to bring. But after it was over, I was like, wow, you're, I you're wish like, that eh. everyone could have seen that. Yeah. Was, yeah. 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 We think that Alberta Belly should bring it back again sometimes. Yeah. So. I would, I would go see it again and I bring more and different people yeah Yeah. exactly because yes you know what as an introduction to ballet or if Mm -hmm. you're unsure about ballet it is that it was a good entry to ballet for sure yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely um well going on with our love letters uh let's talk about our love letter to winter which is really now because it is super cold it's truly a deep freeze, which I guess is perfect for what you want to talk about. Yeah, so this weekend is the Deep Freeze Festival put on by Arts on the Ave. Um, so it's back, I believe this is the 13th year, um, and they have a whole bunch of outdoor activities. Uh, and even though it's going to be cold out, uh, it won't really matter because they also have a bunch of indoor venues, heated tents, fire pits, and that kind of thing. Um, yeah, and I'm pretty excited for it. They do deep freezer races. This year, they've got a Latin music night on Saturday, uh, and they're creating a giant whale lantern that they're going to suspend over the avenue, which I think is going to look really cool, um, based on their theme of Under the Frozen Sea for 2020. Under the Frozen Sea. Yeah. They've got a cool graphic um, with the art done by Curio. Oh, nice. Um, Amanda does it, and it's like narwhals and whales and stuff. Oh, I've, yeah. seen, I've seen, like, yeah. Amanda's stuff's pretty cool when yeah. it comes to that kind of Just really nice work. Stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, that's Curio Studio for those of you who are like, who are you talking about? We yeah. love working with Curio Studio. Yeah. We do it all the time. Yeah, and I think Amanda specifically does their illustration, and then I think somebody else does their graphic work. But, oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Is it stuff for kids at Deep Freeze? Tons of stuff for kids. Oh, yeah. your daughter's favorite, the giant ice slide. There's, there's going to be an ice slide? Yeah. Oh, my God. Because she's, I've told her we don't have ice slides until Silver Skate. But. Oh, no. They have, they have two. Ooh, they have two ice slides. Okay, yeah. I should. Going to have to drag I, your kid out this weekend. Yeah, I don't, I will, once I tell her, I, she'll be, dri- she'll be yeah, driving, she'll be driving me there. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, and don't forget road yeah. closures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> road yeah. yeah. Road closures. Road closures for um, deep freeze. But yeah, uh, we had the media launch on Wednesday, and there was a little bit of testing out of the ice slides. They mm-hmm. seem to be working well, so... Simply <laughs> tests the ice slides. Yep, uh, uh, Radio Canada tested out the ice oh, slides. So cool, yeah. sweet. Yep. I think that's great when media gets to test out yep. those kinds of things. Yep. Uh, um, outdoor performances. Yep, um, it is going to be chilly out, but I don't think it's going to be too cold. We're pretty tough. Yeah. Um, yeah, there'll be so there'll be some horse rides, lots of like roving street performers and clowns, and yeah. they have something called the Mummers Collective that oh, do yeah. a sort of a traditional theatrical. Ooh performance. Wow. 
there's going to be uh, in French and some Ukrainian activities mm -hmm. and some uh, indigenous performances. Yep. They have a, a Pipon village of indigenous activities. And, yeah, I think it's going to be great. Oh, well, that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Vikings and sword fighting. Vikings? And, yeah, all kinds of stuff. Vikings, Ukrainians, French, yeah. indigenous. It's pretty wow. multicultural over there. One of my yeah. favorites is the bannock and tea. So you actually get to sit you in, can the go and sit in the and, teepee and it's oh, homemade bannock. Yeah. Wow, it's delicious. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I should actually, I should try it. I've always, I've had bannock before, but it's been a very, very long time. I'd like to try it again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This it's is fresh cool. made right in front of you. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, I think that's really cool. We've done a lot of stuff talking about 2019. Um, let's talk about one thing that we're looking forward, our, our famous one thing, it's famous, famous <laughs> one thing column of what we're looking forward to seeing um, in the next little while. And, I, and I'll, I'll kick it off if that's okay. I think I'm, well, I know I'm really excited about seeing Ellen Charlie's, uh, um, uh, Everybody Loves Robbie from Northern Light Theatre, which we were talking about before. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it, it's not... It's always awesome to see local playwrights do stuff. And we talk about it a fair bit on this podcast, um, but it's it's always really cool when a, a theater company takes a chance on something that maybe is in development. They started from the fringe, which is truly a great place to, to start new work, and then give it an opportunity to grow and evolve and provide a professional um, place to mount it and get feedback and, and a design behind it and then audiences that can come in for a good three-week stretch and really immerse themselves in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for my one thing, I'm going to talk about the Winterruption Festival, which is coming up on uh, January 23rd to 26th. It's the first year of a, it's a music festival with multiple venues downtown and one outdoor stage on Sunday. And I'm excited for that. Cool. Yeah. Jeez, you love your outdoor festivals, don't you? Ugh, so many. <laughs> Pull out the long underwear and keep I think, them out. Yeah, just <laughs> wear them every day. Well, yeah. it's pretty cool that Edmonton's embracing the outdoor yeah. stuff, no matter what the temperature is. Because it, you're right, it doesn't. It, it's cold, quote-unquote mm -hmm. cold, but it doesn't feel cold. Yeah. Maybe because we're used to it. Well, I got some new winter boots this year, and they're working pretty good. So, oh, you, go. you know, all you need to do is keep your feet warm, and everything else follows through, It's right? true. Yeah. The feet are key. Yeah. Yes. I've got little um, heating Those pads. little sticky things yeah, you put on your sock. Put, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Ali? One uh, thing. One thing. I, it's a little further ahead. That's okay. In February, looking like Valentine's Day, February 14th, 15th, there's uh, Brian Webb Dance Company is presenting Shea Kubler. Uh, who's an Edmonton-based um, dancer and choreographer. Not based, but he used to be Edmonton-based. Yes, he's yeah. in Vancouver yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Edmonton-raised. Edmonton-raised. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Edmonton-origin. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so that's going to be beautiful. Yeah, I think that the, the preview, I've been watching all the videos, and they, they look yeah, really incredible. Yeah, really cool. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Speaking Artistically is produced by Bottom Line Productions and published by Taproot Edmonton. You can find links to everything we mentioned on the show notes at speakingartistically.taprootedmonton.ca. You can also stay up to date on everything that's happening by subscribing to the Arts Roundup at taprootedmonton.ca. Speaking Artistically can be found everywhere podcasts are available. While you're there, leave us a rating and review. You can also get in touch with us on social media as Bottom Line Productions. Until next time, I'm Josh. I'm Katie. I'm Allie. And we're Speaking, Speaking Artistically. Artistically.